All right, guys, welcome back into another PGA DFS video. My name is Eric Paulzine. I'm going to give you guys the core plays for the Honda Classic. But first, real quick, the Discord winner last week was Simon Dixon there. So I'll be leaving a comment on your original comment on the YouTube page to send me a link on Twitter so I can get you added to that Discord um, chat for 9to5sports. Uh, and then just real quick, the quick call for that is all you have to do to enter that challenge, to get entered into that, to be randomly selected, just leave a comment on this video and you have to be subscribed and you have to like the video. Those are the three things. And then you get into, you know, kind of the best kept secret in PGA DFS. You get to join 9to5 Nation there. You know, a bunch of solid stuff in there each and every week. So that's a quick current call. Got the Honda Classic here this week. It's going to be a fun week where it's kind of like last week, but we don't have as good of players here. Maybe that makes it a little bit more predictable because seven out of the top 10 most owned players last week missed the cut. Just looking at my core plays and high exposure plays that made the cut, all but one of them really dominated. Sunjay M finished T17. You know, that wasn't that good. Chris Kirk fell off on Sunday. He finished like T43, but then we had Daniel Berger top 10. We had Paul Casey top 10. And we had Jason Kokrak top 10. That's kind of been the theme this year is that kind of the easy plays like Webb Simpson have been laying us down. So hopefully this week where, you know, we really only have Sunjay M and Daniel Berger as quote unquote easy plays as players that are checking all the boxes. So maybe this week, maybe just maybe it's going to be a little bit easier to predict because well the players where we have no reason to fade them and that's the reason to fade them we don't have that this week so could be a better week this week let's get into it guys All right, so we're just going to get into the players here that have the best recent form. And now you guys will see Brandon Wu there. So the reason why he is number one is because, well, he only has one start that we're recording here um, for the, his recent contest. And that was the top seven finish there at the Puerto Rico Open. Can't really knock him for that. So obviously that's a great finish. Obviously, when you have a top seven finish, it's going to be tough to beat. So that's why he's ranking out that well. And then we have Walking Neiman. Walking Neiman has been a stud. He's made his last 13 cuts on tour. So it's no surprise that he's there. Then we got Lee Westwood, number two. Obviously, he's been playing great. Um, we look at kind of his last three starts, second, second, and 61st place finish. Obviously, he's going to be up there. Sunjay M, obviously just a cut maker here. No surprise there. Eight straight make cuts on tour with his worst finish over his last six starts being T32. Obviously, that's spectacular. Really like him this week to defend. Then we got Daniel Berger as well. Only one missed cut at the Waste Management Phoenix Open. He missed the cut on the number. Other than that, he's been playing fantastic. No surprise there. And then Jim Furyk and Brandon Steele. These two have been casually playing great golf. Steele has made his last seven cuts on tour. Uh, Jim Furyk, his last four. Chris Kirk with the Sunday letdown there. See, this is one of those situations where I think he was just getting a little bit too much hype from the media where they added a little bit extra pressure and he just kind of faded because of that. You know, you add a little bit more mental pressure on each shot. I think that's what happened with him where he just had that kind of Sunday letdown in contention. He's been a stud though. Um, then we got Adam Scott making his last 12 cuts on tour. Not really playing all that well. Then round out the top 10 is Cameron Tringale. And that's with the missed cut in his most recent event, guys. So I think that really does tell us the quality of the field that we have this week. Where I remember someone in the comment section last week said, you know, wow, Daniel Berger really ranking out only that high for recent form. And I'm like, yeah, you know, that's the quality of field that we have. Um, this week, it's kind of the exact opposite. Cameron Tringale popping with a missed cut in there is pretty surprising, but it's just kind of the week that we have. And then we get into course history, guys. So surprise, surprise, actually, I was a little bit shocked when I popped this up. Lee Westwood, first in course history. Now, that's only with one start last year here, where he finished fourth. 
I don't know. It's going to be tough to not think about him as a play this week, given his recent form. But then we got Wyndham Clark here as well. 11th and a 7th place finish. He's casually been playing decent up until the last two starts. Uh, Robbie Shelton. Uh, one start. That's why he has the asterisk. Same thing with Maverick McNeely. Those guys both finished top 11 last year. Then Benny Ann here. So fourth, 36th, and fifth place finish. He has good course history. Charles Schwartzel as well. He's made his last two cuts here. Both top 20 finishes. Kiao Hung Lee, a 38th and a 7th. Russell Henley. See, this is where I'd probably favor him a little bit more course history-wise because he's made his last four cuts here. 8th, 20th, 24th and 43rd place finish. That is obviously spectacular. We really like to see that. So Russell Henley, I like a lot as a play. Then we got Gary Woodland here as well. Made his last four cuts here as well. An eighth last year and a second last year. And I think the eighth last year speaks volumes to him as a golfer because he sucked last year and he played well here. So that's something to monitor. And then Kramer Hickok, guys. Um, 21st and 30th place finish. He also made the cut last week. So possibly going to be a guy that we could look at this week. And then we get into the key stats. So I have really been enjoying my effective stats there. So we're going to be looking at effective greens gain. We're going to be looking at, at that once again. And then we're going to be looking at effective uh, total driving. We're going to use that. And then effective bogey avoidance. So really we see that um, burden to bogey ratio and bogey avoidance are key stats here. And I want to factor in both of those. So I'm going to be looking at that. That's kind of going to be my hybrid stat there as well. And then strokes gain differential. This is a course where you just have to be playing well and you just can't be making that many mistakes. So ball striking as well. So we're just going to be cumulatively looking at players that aren't going to F up players that are in good control of their golf ball. That's what we want to be looking at for this week. Some players that, you know, pop up that way stat rank wise, um are going to be Joaquin Neiman, no surprise there Russell Henley Jim Furyk um Sun Jam Daniel Berger James Hahn Stuart Sink who he's been a good staff fit kind of this whole year and hasn't been able to put it together it is what it is uh Cameron Tringale and Doug Gim as well so now that we got that taken care of let's get into the picks for this week all right, guys, so we're going to make that pivot into the high tier plays. Once again, just covering the top four players in each price point range. So the high tier range, I'm looking at Sunjay M, Daniel Berger, Joaquin Neiman, and Taylor Gooch. You know, personally to me, guys, both Sunjay M and Daniel Berger, I'm going to treat as core plays. You know, if you can fit both of those guys into your builds, I feel like that's a strong option to go with. Obviously, that leaves you capped with what you can do for the rest of your build. But really what we've seen this year is that it doesn't freaking matter um heck last week we had charlie hoffman and daniel berger as value plays they made the cut and they finished top 10 you know so kind of the optimal approach this year really has been going with the value plays and the high tier plays. so you know maybe we just don't stress out about that as much this year but you know you know those two are just standout plays they are both checking all the boxes so we'll start with sunjay m you know like i said guys he's been elite he's had one missed cut really over his last like 10 starts the rsm classic he's made his last eight cuts on tour um, 8th, 56th, 12th, 32nd, 17th, 28th, 21st, and 17th place finish. Obviously, that's spectacular. Really, with Sanjay, it's one bad round. If he can just clean up that one bad round, he's going to go out and win one of these like he did last year at this tournament. 1st and 51st place finish. Um, 9th in ball striking, 20th in effective total driving, um, 18th in effective bogey avoidance, and 58th in effective greens gain, 5th in strokes gain differential. And then I'm also going to be looking at scoring before the cut. I think personally for me, that's something I want to look at because we know the name of the game, especially looking at last week, scoring before the cut matters. Okay. 38th in that overall top, <laughs> the second best player in the model. And that's because freaking I'll, I'll get to in a second, but 
He's standing out. I really like him as a play. And then Daniel Berger is here as well, guys. Three straight made cuts here, playing great golf. He had the one random miscut, the Waste Management Phoenix Open. Really missing on the numbers, so that's fine. Been playing great golf besides that. Worst finish, 35th at the WGC event, which we can kind of write off. He probably just didn't have it that week and just really didn't care. Ninth place finish after kind of struggling. Like, you look at Daniel Berger, you look at what Justin Thomas did. A lot of these guys were... Just looking back at last week, if they had just made the cut, they probably would have made a push, but it's nice to see that Daniel Berger, he really missed one cut on the number. That's great. And, you know, the Players' Championship didn't really have it going for, you know, a good round and a half and was able to make the cut and then finish top 10. You know, that's what I like to see. Overall, strong stat rank, um, 19th in ball striking, 49th in effective total driving. Um, I'd have to see what's going on with the effect of bogey avoidance. I know he hasn't been that bad in bogey avoidance. Effective greens gained 56, 40th in um, strokes gained differential, second in strokes gained before the cut or scoring before the cut. We like to see that. That is great. That's going to be a good sign for him. So he's going to be a great play. Then Joaquin Neiman as well. Doesn't have good course history here, guys. That is my worry with him. And, you know, he's been fine. He's been in solid recent form. 29th place finish. Probably want a little bit more from him, but he is the best at rank play in the field this week. Second in ball striking. 18th in effective total driving. 15th in effective bogey avoidance. 40th in effective greens gain. Third in strokes gain differential. Fourth in scoring before the cut. He's made his last 13 cuts on tour. You know, all signs point to him, you know, most likely making the cut. The only worry with him as a play is this course history. Still, I think he will make the cut. And then kind of going on a limb here, Taylor Gooch, I like a decent amount. He is kind of casually checking all the boxes, if you will. Made his last two cuts here and then missed the cut in 2018. Kind of getting knocked there. That's why he's not technically checking all the boxes. I like to see at least three made cuts for course history and recent form. But we look at his recent form, three straight made cuts. A fifth last week, a 43rd at the API, which, you know, if you were to use comp courses, you would kind of just use the last two tournaments because they play pretty much similar in terms of what you want to look at in terms of like players it's they're tougher tracks you need to be hitting your ball well you need to be in control and then a 12th at the genesis which also a tougher event so you know if we're just looking at those events those kind of i guess if not comp courses but comp events he's playing well there so i really do like taylor gooch as an option this week for us as well all right now moving on into the mid-tier price point range so this range i really don't love this week and that kind of goes by the reason why i want to kind of maybe do more of a studs and does approach really i, I just maybe one player in this price point range in your main builds if you know gpp wise you can kind of mix and match how you see fit but overall guys i'm not loving this range we got doug gim here who top 12 recent form rank that's good you know missed the cut at the genesis but other than that you know pretty spectacular his last two cuts have been 36 29th yeah, that's pretty solid at the API and the Players' Championship. Good signs there with him. Missed the cut here in his opening, you know, start here. Not the best. That's not what we want to see. But, you know, overall decent. 42nd in ball striking. 48th in effective total driving. 37th in effective greens gain. 8th in strokes gain differential. 4th in that scoring before the cut. And, you know, overall ranks out as top 11 staff hit. I kind of like that as a play this week. Um... I just, I feel like we're paying too much for him as a play. I'd much rather go, man, it sounds crazy. I'd much rather go with Brendan Steele here, who guys made his last seven cuts on tour. He was a value play for us last week. I think he was a value play for us at the API as well. 
no course history wise fourth miscut and a 14th place finish that's pretty good um given the field and i think he ranks out 25th in course history rank so just think if this was a miss made cut that'd be a lot better um but recent for staff fit wise guys 25th in ball striking 17th in effective total driving you know, effective bogey avoidance could be better, but that's not bad in this field. I think it ranks top 20. Same thing with effective greens gained at 68, 36th in um, strokes and differential. The worry here is the fact, one, that we're paying a shit ton for Brendan Steele, but two, is that his uh, scoring before the cut is not that good. We do worry about that, but still almost checking all the boxes here guys um don't mind them as a play at this price point but that's kind of how ugly this week is in this price point range um now we'll move on into cameron davis here give it a second to load it's trying to uh top 20 in that recent form rank not bad 17th in course history rank not bad as well and then 30th in stat rank wish that was a little bit better especially given the field we do have to worry about that a little bit this week with cameron davis you know if he had made his last two cuts I'd be much more willing to play him. To me, he just seems like a GPP flyer this week. Don't love him that much. Then we get into Wyndham Clark. Kind of the same thing. Not a good staff fit. Good course history, though. Kind of just hanging my hat on that. We can kind of see why I don't want to play players in this price point range. All right, guys. So now we're going to move down into that low tier, that 7K price point range. And once again, I just this is a week where you just kind of got to take a you know, swallow it and just kind of move on. Click that number and just kind of move on. Close your eyes, go from there. That's pretty much this week. So Patton Kazider, actually, I like a decent amount. The problem with him is that, you know, he has made two cuts here. That's great. But they've been 68th and a 60th place finish, guys. That is not great, okay? But we look at his stat rank. You know, not bad. Scoring before the cut is kind of what I'm hanging my hat on. And he's also made his last two, 10 cuts on tour. You know, he's just been finding ways to make the cut. Top 17 stat rank play. You know, I don't mind him. Ranks out 28th in the model. Not that great. Has a 64% chance to make the cut. That's fine. Then we move on to Zach Johnson. So kind of the same thing. Zach Johnson freaking made his last three cuts here. Also has made his last 12 cuts on tour. Kind of sucks, though, stat rank-wise. There's, like, nothing to hang our hat on with him except for the fact that he's been finding ways to make the cut. And like we saw with Brian Harmon last week, that can actually mean that once a part of their game starts to exceed what it's currently doing, they can go out and get a top-10 finish. So, Zach Johnson, I don't mind. If he can find something in his game that becomes elite for at least one week, don't mind him as a play. 63% chance to make the cut. And then we get into a bold play. Ryan Moore. So, Charlie Hoffman last week, I was like, if he's healthy, he could easily go out and, you know, top 15, I think is what I said. He ended up top 10 and Ryan Moore is kind of that same thing where, you know, he just hasn't been healthy for a while. Okay. Played Pebble Beach, made the cut, played the Players Championship last week and made the cut. I would imagine if he's playing back to back events, he is fully healthy this week. And if he is, I don't mind him as a play. So he really doesn't have that many stats that we can go crazy with this week. A lot of them, he, he just hasn't qualified um, for. But 49th, four-course history, that's good. Effective total driving first in that. Um, that's really it. I mean, it's just more or less the fact that we know who Ryan Moore as, as a player is, um, who he is as a player. If he was, like, healthy, I, I would imagine that he'd be, like, an 8K play this week. So... It's risky. It's a GPP play, but I think it'll be worth it. And then we look at James Hahn here, guys. James Hahn is the fourth best stat rank play this week. Recent form wise, a little bit hit or miss. That's kind of been him this season. A little bit hit or miss. Um, we look at when he was hit though, 15th, a 10th, a 32nd. That's solid. Um, we look at what he did in the fall. 
I think he had like three straight top 10 finishes. That is good. Um, but for this price point, I don't mind him as a pick. Um, fourth in ball striking, fifth in effective total driving, 18th in effective bogey avoidance, 13th in effective greens gain, 89th in strokes gain differential, and 35th strokes gain or scoring before the cut. So I like that all. James Hahn, not a bad play. But once again, guys, it's kind of an ugly week where you just kind of got to it's, it's, it's a lot of shoulder shrug plays this week. Lots of this, lots of that this week. And once again, I, you know, I will be doing the fades, shoulder shrug plays, and values this week as well. All right, guys. So now we're going to move on into the value plays, the self-award winning value plays here. Honestly, 9 to 5, I think this is really the separation point with 9 to 5. Honestly, guys, week in and week out, giving the best value plays out there. You guys saw it last week on the value plays video. Um Obviously, Charlie Hoffman did well. Obviously, Brian Harmon did well. You know, that's really just a separation point. And this week, we do have some, you know, pretty quality value plays I'm going to give you guys. Um, we'll start with Jim Furyk here. Jim Furyk, really not a bad play. He's made two out of three cuts here most recently. Um, missed cut last year, but he's playing a lot better this year. Ninth place finish in 2019. We do like that as well. So he has shown the upside here. Um, look at his recent form. Four straight made cuts, 26, 21st and 47th in his most recent cuts. Um, we look at the stat ranks, stat ranks there as well. So 21st, 31st, 4th in ball striking, effective total driving, and effective bogey avoidance. Top 10 in effective greens gained. Strokes gained differential, 27th, 14th in scoring before the cut. You know, he's just kind of just checking all the boxes that we want at this price point range. He's definitely worth the risk. And honestly, it just seems like a misprice play. You could easily go Berger, Sun JM, and Jim Fear can feel good about it. Move on into John Ha here. John Ha, I decently like. Don't want to go crazy with it though. Okay. He's kind of just casually been our one of our go-to value plays for the most part. Been there. So recent form wise, Mayakoba, 20th. RSN, 12th. American Express, 21st. You know, he was playing some great golf then. Then uh, 65th at the Farmers, miscut at the Waste Management Phoenix Open, and 63rd at the API. So overall, not the best recently. He's made two out of three cuts here at, or two out of four cuts here at this tournament. Best finish was a top 25 finish in 2018. Stat rank, top 26 stat rank. Nothing to really hang our hat on, but overall, you know, not a bad stat rank play. 26th in the field for his stats now we move on to cameron piercy cameron piercy i actually like a decent amount this week i was worried about him at the api and honestly this probably isn't the best course for him either but it's a little bit different setup i i like him a little bit more here so before that seventh at the puerto rico open 21st at the pebble beach 48th at the farmers last week 29th at the players we like that he made the cut here at this tournament last year, 61st place finish. Obviously, he's playing a lot better golf right now than he was then. Top 18 stat rank play. Overall ranks out as top 20 in the model. 56% chance to make the cut. I don't mind him. And then we look at freaking Scott Piercy here, guys. Uh, very interesting. So only one missed cut in his last um, six starts. So five out of six cuts made. That's pretty solid. Uh, we look at his tournament history, miscut in 2019, and then a 17th finish in 2018. Not going to be a good stat rank play, but 66 for a guy that's made, you know, three straight cuts on tour and where the field's going to be, you know, a little bit easier. I don't mind Scott Piercy at that price point. But guys, this is kind of just a crazy week. Um, if you guys want the tools here at 9 to 5 Sports, and that was kind of the separation point, like I kind of always say, is that you guys can get this. It's $10 a month. $10 a month. I, I just don't see anyone being able to beat that value there to give you guys the curated data here for you guys. You don't have to spend your time making some 
be as custom model. I mean, you guys can do that a little bit here if you want to, but we already have the base stats already sorted out for you guys. So definitely look to join that. Then you get invited instantly into the Discord chat as well. So that's all I have for you guys this week. If you enjoyed the video, please give me a like and subscribe. We'll be coming out with the betting picks video here late on Monday. So if you guys want that as well, you can check that out. All right, thanks for watching, guys. And as always, let's keep cashing.